1: Well, good morning, everybody. This is uh, Guest Thursday, and uh, we're very excited to uh, have you on. And uh, we have a special guests from Texas, uh, Kathy. These are uh, a couple f- uh, from uh, Texas that have been associated with uh, Steve and Carolyn Van Uitegen, who are mm-hmm. leaders with us. And um, uh, they uh, connected us with them. And are you, uh, Arthur? Are you a C12 member?
2: Yes, sir, I am.
1: Okay. And tell us uh, where are you located in in uh, the good state of Texas, sir?
2: We are located in Houston, Texas, home of the World Series champion Houston Astros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they You uh,
3: know, you've got diehard Red Sox fans on here, and whatever that <laughs> team happens to be.
1: <laughs> yeah, congratulations. That was uh, cool. How did the uh, how did the city react to all that?
2: Oh, that was a, a big boost for the city, of course. I bet. Uh, so many people. Uh, I mean, it, it does so much good for the, the city.
1: Yeah, yeah, I bet. That's, that's fantastic. Uh, they're going to have a pretty good team next year, too.
2: Yes, sir, they will. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yes, sir. Next year will be the year of the Rockies, I'm sure.
3: <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe they'll
1: go from last place to second to last place, so they'll improve. <laughs> so uh well we're excited to have you guys on and uh first of all um why don't you just share with the audience each of you how did you come uh, personally to know christ
2: ladies first yes go ahead um
4: i would say i grew up in the religion um i would say roughly just you know attending church doing the motions of christianity um but i think when i really found christ was in my early 30s i had a kind of a life-changing event for myself and god never left me mm-hmm.
1: where we where were you then when you were 30
4: i was in houston in houston yes okay mm-hmm.
1: what were you doing then? i grew up here were you were you working that or what, what what were you doing
4: the life changing event.
1: <laughs> yes, a little bit about the event and if you can, oh, and, and then what if uh, you're willing what to you're share. Doing. Yeah. Uh,
4: uh, well, I've worked, uh, i always worked multiple jobs. Um, and I guess when my, um, it was a couple of things. Um, I wasn't expecting to get choked up.
1: <laughs> that's okay. Um,
4: my brother fell 30 feet mm. and uh th- they didn't think he was going to make it mm. i was very uh cold-hearted i didn't like i said i was just going through the motions of of christianity but then but didn't have a relationship with god and then um I, a couple of nights later i decided to go out with some friends and. Um, my girlfriends didn't show up and I ended up getting left for dead, mm. but God mm. never left me. So mm. I knew I had to change my, my way of living.
1: Yep. So you, uh, <laughs> uh, received the, the, work of the spirit then and decided to walk with him. That's cool. Yes. That's a neat, uh, neat thing, and uh, we th- thank you for sharing that so much. Uh,
3: yeah, I'm gonna. Can I interject something real quick? Just because in my time with um, God this morning, something that He reminded me. Again, everyone knows we tape these a little in advance, and so um, this is actually officially 12 days before Christmas when we're taping this. And um, in my time with Him, He reminded me this morning of the phrase, "The weary world rejoices." and just how in the weariness um, sometimes the things that are going on in life and i think about the crisis and things like this that really bring us to god he meets us right in the middle of that and there was a reason there is a reason to rejoice and anyway his instruction to me to share with other people today specifically at 12 days before christmas was remember remember your rescue story because in remembering your rescue story, you remember why a weary world has cause to rejoice.
1: Yeah, amen. And so I
3: just love hearing your rescue story right there, that that is the rescue story and why we rejoice.
4: Well, also on today's, uh, the Bible app, it says, the scripture is uh, Psalms 12, uh, 126, 5, those whose sorrow in tears shall reap enjoy Yes. So, that's confirmation.
3: <laughs> that's beautiful. So thank you for sharing that. I know that's a, a can be a raw place to share. I appreciate it. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, that was interesting, uh, Kathy. Uh, that um, I was led in terms of been uh, preparing. Actually, uh, uh, you know, kind of thought about about the Christmas, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I you know got led to uh, the story of Simeon and Anna, who got mm-hmm. to got to see Christ and Simeon. Uh, said that, um, you know, blessed is, uh, uh, are them that uh, this child is destined for the fall and rising of many and for a sign mm-hmm. which will be spoken against. A sword will pierce your, th- your own soul through, uh, that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed. And then Anna, uh, you know, said the Lord, uh, the coming in that instance, she gave thanks to the Lord and spoke of Christ, who is all who were look for redemption. Restoration mm-hmm. in, in Israel. So that's a that's kind of a cool story. And uh, uh, you know, Sabrina, thank you for kind of helping people understand that uh, redemption and restoration and that's that's God's life. So that's beautiful. Yes. Uh, Arthur, how about
0: you? Wow.
2: Well, you know, uh, and he rescued me while I was in a six by nine cell solitary confinement.
0: Hmm.
2: In the midst of uh, an aggravated life sentence mm. and 119 years stacked on top for gang-related activities in prison, wow! Is when God reached out to me and and transformed my life forever.
3: Amen.
1: <laughs> what? Uh, uh, how old were you then?
2: i was approximately 22 years old Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and that's when i didn't i didn't have the the road to damascus type of experience because i was that hard-headed but i began my journey to seek the truth
0: Mm -hmm.
2: and in my search for the truth i learned that it was not a concept or information it was a person and that was jesus christ yeah wow yeah
3: was there somebody central to walking alongside you in that journey while you were in prison that helped helped you navigate that or how did that transpire yes
2: uh uh, unbelievably it was the district attorney who came (laughs) to me. the district attorney came to me and asked me i want to ask you a personal question I'm not here to investigate you for any crimes or, you know, I just wanna ask you, do you believe in God? Mm. Wow. And, you know, it was from that point that my the trajectory of my life started changing a different way. And uh, ultimately through my research of the various religions and everyone kept saying, this is the truth, this is the truth, this is the way mm. And I realized that it was Jesus Christ because the Bible spoke to me.
1: Yeah,
3: that's beautiful.
1: What um, what happened that that you were then uh, released? Uh, How did all that happen?
2: Again, that's uh, the miracle of God. Um, uh, And that's that's my message. Uh, I ended up serving over twenty seven and a half years. And by God's grace and mercy. I was granted a unanimous decision to be released from prison. <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow.
2: And, and 15 and a half years were, were in solitary confinement in that where I don't know if it's night or day, but it was my cocoon.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm. It
2: became my cocoon because when God saved me and it made, it made me dig into his word, not realizing that mm. it was all in preparation what was ahead mm-hmm. when he promises that you know i have a plan and a purpose for your life i didn't know what that plan was i didn't know what that purpose was until much much later in life and it, it wasn't with the expectation that i would ever be released from prison mm-hmm. it was just me living my life to be the man god called me to be wow what
1: a great
3: that's uh, powerful great right? story <laughs> of
1: uh of uh, true redemption and uh you know true for all of us of being able to live this life and uh you know we and when we teach the gospel we talk about the gospel is always uh, now it's always now forward and god says yeah i know but how about now do you want do you want to come with me you know and i can do it all and i can restore it so what a great uh example of that and uh thank you for sharing it so um so you've been released um and you're both you're living in are you then living in houston Am yes, sir. Okay. How did you okay. two meet and decide, you know, to get married? And how did God lead you, you know, to that?
2: Go ahead and share your... So this is my version. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I always like when there's two versions That's of the story.
2: That's <laughs> right. So basically, my uh, when I was released from prison, um, I was going to church. And I had to go early because I was living with my mother. God had restored my relationship with my mother. That's a story mm-hmm. in itself. Um and so she was in the choir. So that meant we had to get there like seven o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. So while I'm there at church, I would take that time just to walk around the church, you know, and you know, meet people and just see what's going on. And that's when I saw Sabrina she was a greeter in the the front part of the church Mm
0: -hmm. and
2: while there might have been a thousand people there she was the only one i saw yeah Mm. and i just knew when i saw her that she was the one
3: and how recently was this after you had been released i
2: it was about six, six months okay about six months
1: what was it about her that attracted you
2: um everything i mean there was just like when i look when even today when i look at her i look at the most beautiful woman in the world you know and you know there's just no comparison you know and it's not just uh outside it's the inside
1: yeah
3: well said brownie points for that (laughs) (laughs) lady.
1: That's right. He's getting he's getting ready for the Christmas uh, presents coming up. <laughs> okay, Sabrina. So you tell us that your story.
0: <laughs> your...
4: Um, yes, that's pretty much it. Um, I guess I have a little bit of a backstory. Uh, God had told me to start going to marriage counseling before I met him, <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, this doesn't make any sense." And I pray, he softened my heart to pray that as a greeter that I would put blinders on. So I wouldn't see the men in church. I would just see brothers. Like if you're my flesh and blood brother, I wouldn't want to date you. (laughs) So
3: Hmm.
4: I put, I prayed for blinders and I started going to marriage uh, counseling and I went to several classes. None resonated with me. And until I went to one that was about, um, uh, people were on the verge of divorce. Mm. Mm. And I was told by several elders that I can't go there because I'm not married. I'm not going through a divorce. And I said, this is where God's leading me to. And I talked to the, uh, the group leader, Ron and Diane, and they were like, no, we want you here. You can sit either in the back or the front, wherever you want. So if you feel like you're a distraction, you know, you can get out early or stay late I said okay I honestly feel like God was just purging the the bad stuff that I saw in my mom's and dad relationship wow so I'm going and the day I met him he just stands there and just like staring I'm like okay I don't know who this guy is and and as a greeter, you can't stand and talk. You have to greet people and, and like, uh, you know, kind of, like, hurry the it. Get it. Them through. Yeah. Get, <laughs>
1: it, get in and get a seat.
4: Yeah. So, you know, and I'm doing that, and my team lead's looking at me like, what is he doing? I'm like, I don't know. She's like, you know him? I'm like, no, I don't know him. And he's not saying much, just a lot of, uh, uh. And... I was like, okay, brother, just stand right beside me, and you know, if you want to talk, talk to me, and I, I'll listen. But I'm gonna have to still do my, my uh, responsibility. He's like, okay. Well, uh, after towards the end, he tells me, well, I'm not gonna be here next week, and I said, okay, well, see you the next week. You know, I don't. I mean, I don't know him. You know. And <laughs> he Yeah. Uh, he's like, well, I, I have a. Uh, speaking engagement. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, like you're a pastor or something. He's like, yeah, something. And I was like, <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> well, I end up, I didn't, you know, like I said, I had blinders on. I didn't pay no attention to him later on that evening. Um, I end up running into him again with his mother. Well, his mother was in the restroom and He tells me, can I get you to take a picture of my mother and I, and I was like, okay. And he gives me, now mind you, at this time I'm working for T-Mobile and I'm one of the HTC, uh, phone reps. So I thought it was really cool. And I had the latest and greatest phone (laughs) at the time. And he, I tell him, well, what do you want me to take a picture with? I'm expecting a camera. And he gives me this little phone that slides up and down.
1: Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Well, that camera is not gonna do anything for a picture. And then I said, what are you gonna do with this picture? Are you gonna keep it on your phone? He's like, no, I'm gonna blow it up for my mom. Well, that won't even print a picture. With the pixel, it will be pixelated. So I was like, okay, well, I got the best phone. I'll take your picture and just send it to you. Not thinking I'm giving him my number. Well, clever. his mom- clever his mom comes out and tells you know i take a picture and she's like don't you want to take a picture with my son and i'm like no she gives the like how dare you and I don't, <laughs> I don't know him so i sent a picture later on he's like hey sister can i send you um devotions and i'm like oh my god another one <laughs> but, 30 days uh, well we met three different times after that God showed me he was the one I was going to marry and I was like oh my God how do I tell him that I got to marry him and like does he know this (laughs) he already knew and I didn't know he knew but he proposed 30 days after we met and I told him well I'm not in love with you and he said you don't have to love me all you have to do is honor me God will provide the rest and 10 months later from the, so basically 11 months, we were married.
3: Wow. 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 What? Uh, how long have you been married now?
2: Uh, we're going on.
3: We married 10 years. 10, 10 and a half 10 years. years now. That's beautiful.
1: Okay. So uh, uh, that's fantastic. And the, uh, uh, so when you dated, then after that initial month, you guys just started spending a lot more time together? and.
2: Yeah, it's a little more complicated than that. I wouldn't think
4: we dated. I said we we had to well the circumstances ended up happening that we had to move in together.
2: Yes. So basically, um, I guess because I was on parole, yeah. I had I was under the most intense supervision there is for anybody that's paroled from prison. Mm. Obviously because of my past you know, uh, that was what the state imposed on me. <clears throat> so that meant, <clears throat> excuse me, that meant I had a, a monitor system on me, plus an ankle bracelet. I had all kinds of stuff. I had the schedule and stuff like that. And um, my mother really, really opposed me marrying her. Sure. And. It got to a, a point where um, she she asked me to leave, and I had to leave the house. And then at that point, I had nowhere to go. And so Sabrina was gracious enough to allow me to come to her place. And um, we did not we did not play house. We kept it pure, uh, mm-hmm. wanting to honor God and. And that's how that happened. So we got to know each other pretty quickly, without mm. the makeup.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is the uh, is your mom and all that uh, back back enjoying the fam- the new relationship you've got? Or yeah,
2: oh yes, oh yes.
4: Oh
1: good, yes. hallelujah yes. to that.
4: I don't even call her mother-in-law; call her mom.
1: Yeah, mom. That's oh, beautiful. Sweet. Yeah, redemption and forgiveness, beautiful. Um, and so. Uh, You've been married 10 years uh tell us uh, a little bit about your company and then do you have you know children now what tell us about your family situation and your business both of you
2: so with the uh <clears throat> excuse me uh with the business uh, not the business uh the kids that we have we have a older daughter uh from when i was a teenager before i went to prison um her name is Nicole, and then we brought in Desiree. That's another daughter we have. Uh, we have six grandchildren uh, through Nicole and four mm-hmm. great-grandchildren. Whoa.
3: <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs> it's all on that side, and she, it's all the kids that she has, and we finally got her a TV, so. <laughs> so, um, now as far as Desiree's concerned, she still lives with us she is um, she's, 23. she's 23 and she's going to nursing school and has ambitions to become a nurse hmm. um, we brought her in when she was 12 mm-hmm. yeah she was 12 and um, you know she's been with us ever since we take care of her and have brought her up uh, as far as professionally uh, in 2016 we launched our company KE System Services uh, we're an HVAC company. We specialize in ventilation.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: God has blessed us with a tremendous uh, resume, um, but it's his business, so he's mm-hmm. the one who provides.
1: That's beautiful. What? Uh, how do you to serve the whole Houston area? And- uh,
2: we have an office in, uh, in Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. We have one here in Houston. We're looking to open another one in the uh, San Marcos, uh, market because we have customers both in Austin and San Antonio. Um, so wherever God chooses us to go, that's where we're going.
1: How are you doing? How are you doing with uh, having people, uh, you know, staff and work for you? Are you having okay with recruiting and keeping them?
2: Here lately, we've we finally got a stable bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're very grateful for them. They um, They seem to be getting it. Uh, but it was it was touch and go here and there, um, mm-hmm. and we just had to keep asking the Lord to keep bringing people, uh, because again, it's His company; uh, we're just stewards of it.
1: Yeah, beautiful. Um, and then, uh, Sabrina, are you are you uh, are you doing any work as well? Anything? Uh...
4: Yes, I help with the company. Um, I do whatever He needs me to do. It doesn't matter what time of day it is, if I have to go hold the door open at a restaurant, you know, I'm there.
1: So you... Uh, it, was,
4: it was Arthur and I who started the business yeah. out of our garage in the very beginning.
1: Nice.
3: Now wow. I just do the here and there work. And how old is the business again now?
2: And we're going on seven years. Excellent. Yeah, that's and if you been
3: a part of C12 that entire time or when did yes, you jump I, into that?
2: I was in another company, mm-hmm. and where I became a member of C Twelve as a key player. Uh, oh, key excellent! Player. And then um, when that company shut down, um, I stayed with it, and um, and so yeah, we. I just can't see not being a part of C Twelve. Yeah. Right.
3: Was that part of when you were a key player? Were you in Steve's group as well?
2: Yes, ma'am. Yes. excellent oh yep.
3: that's so cool yeah and maybe uh, each
1: of you could share a little bit about i know you went to an abiding retreat with steve tell us about that experience and what that meant meant for you guys in terms of your walk with god
4: well i didn't i guess because i learned a lot on how to actually dissect the bible how to to allow god to speak to you and um that was eye-opening for me. I never, um, I just thought you just kind of open the Bible, pick a scripture, and read it. Yeah. <laughs> and that, yep. But Steve really brought it to life and showed me. No, you I mean, it was just so amazing. Um, and it's never been the same with my devotion now. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. So I really appreciated that. And then also it kind of brought us closer, in the sense of how to communicate and how to really like sometimes you just have to sit back and let God speak to you and not jump into something so quickly. Mm-hmm. Arthur always tells me, "Be you know, it's a scripture, be slow to speak and quick. I'm you know, like, <laughs> right. okay, baby, okay. So after that that encounter, was like, it really came to life. And yep. it was like, okay, I get what he's saying now. It's not just he's trying to, you know, point the finger, he's really telling me what God's telling me the whole time. So... It was an eye-opener for
1: me beautiful how about you Arthur. there any any uh, other thoughts on that
2: <clears throat> yeah it just really helped to reinforce stuff that i i was a little bit familiar with uh but essentially on how to better communicate with my wife uh things that we could do together uh that strengthen our marriage mm-hmm. uh, And I mean, I, I'm always asking Steve, when's the next one? You know, we'd love to go back to it again, you know, a refresher course. Okay, man.
1: Yep. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. Well, we'll, um, uh, thank you for sharing so much. Well, uh, we want to have you back for the next week. Uh, talk more about, you know, kind of what you implied here is, you know, what did it, what did it, what does it mean that your marriage is even getting stronger? How are you making decisions together? um how are you growing what things are god saying to you um it's such a uh it's just an overwhelmingly powerful story of what you guys have shared Mm -hmm. that we we just rejoice with you that uh god had had plans and brought you two together for each other which is really we love we just love that kind of story Mm of of you're both were walking down certain paths and god (laughs) brings you together and uh, your life is now ahead of you with the joy of everything that you can bring. So uh, what a privilege. We're, we consider it a, a great privilege. So Kathy will be excited to uh, catch up on their ne- uh, next week and have them uh, share, share a little bit uh, more with it. So uh, both of you, uh, thank you so much, Arthur and Sabrina, and we'll uh, come back. And Kathy, we will see you tomorrow for uh, End Times Friday and pick this up again next week.
3: Sounds great. Thanks so much for joining us, everyone. See you next time. And don't forget to check out next week and hear the rest of Arthur and Sabrina's story.
0: That's right. Amen. We'll see you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth.